Hi, welcome to my gospel journey. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the honour and all the praise, dear Lord. And we thank you, dear God, for sending your begotten Son, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And we thank you for sending your Son so that we can be redeemed through believing in his blood and his blood alone. Hi, this is Jackie. Um, I'm going to mention um, some scriptures and I'm going to start off with Daniel 12. At, what, at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. Isn't that fantastic? So all those people that are found written in the book will be delivered. And um, we have to give God all the glory for that and, and all the praise. And, you know, I can't wait um, to see Michael because um, he is going to be the one that's going to be delivering us. And then it says later on, it says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. So that sounds like obviously that those who are asleep will obviously that that's to go back to the Thessalonians version, I believe, where it says that those who are asleep will come out of the grave first and then those on the earth will also um, be delivered. But we have to believe in our Lord Jesus. Um, then it says some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So those who are going to be um, to shame and everlasting contempt, they will possibly be in the lake of fire um, and it's awful to think like that but that's the way it, I, I read it and when I look further down um, it says this and this is the bit that I think is very interesting and from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up now you know um, I think that's a scorpion bathtub concoction and I think that the Scorpion bathtub concoction will be set up and is being set up. Um, and this is what is happening at the moment. And then it says, there shall be 1,290 days. So that is three and a half years. And then it says, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. Now, if you think about it, this particular scripture is talking about the end times. So if it's saying that the daily sacrifice is taken away, that's going to be, you know, um, obviously whatever they're going to sacrifice, that's taken away. That is out the way. And what is being set up then is the abomination of desolation. And the abomination of desolation, as far as I'm concerned, is a scorpion bathtub concoction that many people just don't want to believe. And there will be 1,290 days where that abomination of desolation is being set up. Now, I believe um, that was set up September the 15th when the peace treaty um, was signed. Um, and I believe uh, 1,290 days is where the abomination of desolation is being set up. And then it says, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. Now, there's a discrepancy there of 45 days. So what's going to happen in those 45 days? Now, will the 45 days be after 
the 1,290 days of the abomination of desolation? Or would it be when uh, the two witnesses um, arrive? So if the two witnesses are going to be around for those 45 days, why is it saying, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days? You see, 1,290 days is three and a half years. And after three and a half years, as we know, the two witnesses will be on the scene after three and a half years. And I believe that is when we're going to have 45 days of the, um, uh, the two witnesses. Now, the two witnesses, many don't think that this is going to be... Um, the, the two witnesses, some think it's going to be us as the two witnesses, some think it's going to be the two witnesses and not us. You know, that is up to you, uh, for you to think um, on that one. So why are we therefore blessed if we come to the 1,335 days? What is going to happen in that time? Now, we do know at the beginning of that, um, and the way I've noticed the way the Lord speaks to us is that he outlines what's going to happen. And then he explains afterwards what is going to happen. So I believe when it says um, that Michael is going to deliver us, and I believe that when uh, that many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, that is to do with um, when we meet the Lord in the air. That's just my um, opinion. And I'm going to go and, and find that scripture actually and see, um, see what what happens then? So I found a scripture and it says um, in, let's have a look, 1 Thessalonians 4. Um, it says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So that to me in First uh, Thessalonians 4 um, is very clear. It sort of links in with Daniel 12. That's what I believe anyway. And um, it, it says there, look, if you go back to uh, Daniel 12, it says, um, uh, da, 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 da. at what time shall Michael stand up? The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people and there shall be a time of trouble. We know that that's happening now. Um, and then it says, and at that time your people shall be delivered, every one who is found in the book. And this is the, the crunch for me, which matches in with 1 Thessalonians 4. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Now that to me tells me that we're going to be delivered and then... Um, we're, we're, going, we're going to obviously be with the Lord, but not until those who, who have died, who are asleep, should I say, um, we go after they have been taken up. Now, we need to uh, look at 2 Thessalonians 2 as well, because that's also um, important. 
And it says, and we ask you, brethren, in regard to the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ and of our, again, gathering together unto him. This is the same as Daniel 12 and 2 Thessalonians 4. That ye be not quickly shaken in mind, nor be troubled, neither through spirit, neither through word, neither through letters, as though as through us, as that the day of Christ hath arrived. And then it says very clearly, let no one, not anyone, let not anyone deceive you in any manner, because if the falling away may not come first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of the destruction, who is opposing and is raising himself up above all called God or worshipped, so that he in the sanctuary of God has God hath sat down, showing himself off that he is God. And then it says in brackets, the day doth not come. So it hasn't happened yet, but it will be. So then it goes on further at 2 Thessalonians 2, 7, for the secret of the lawlessness doth, doth already work. It's been happening for a long time. Lawlessness is happening and has been, as I said, for a long time. Only he who is keeping down now will hinder till he may be out of the way. And that, to me, he, as far as I'm concerned, is the church. We, when we are out of the way, then it says, and then shall be revealed the lawless one. So we're going to be out of the way first when the lawless one is going to reveal himself. We've got a pretty good idea who that is. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the manifestation of his presence. So the good Lord, Jesus Christ, is going to, um, with a puff of air, he's going to destroy him as easy as that when he arrives. So we need more people to come to Christ before, I believe, this, this happens. Now, this is the awful thing that many people just don't want to listen to. And it says here, and then shall be the, the reveal the lawless one. I've mentioned that already. And then we go on to nine, whose presence is according to the working of the adversary in all power and signs and lying wonders. Now we've had that. We've had the signs, we've had the lying wonders and um, had all sorts of signs. And if we... Um, Look at the scriptures here. It says, and in all deceitfulness. So everything about him is going to be uh, with deceit. So, and in all deceitfulness of the unrighteousness in those perishing, because the love of the truth they did not receive for their being saved. And because of this shall God send to them a working of delusion for their believing the lie, that they may be judged, all who did not believe the truth but were, were well pleased in the unrighteousness. You know, and it's a horrible thing to say this because I don't want anyone to perish, neither does God. Obviously, none of us want anyone to perish. We don't want to perish. I don't want to perish. I want to go to the good Lord. But it comes at a price and we have to um, change our ways. We have to believe in, the, um, in Jesus Christ. Um, then it says, and we, we ought to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, that God did choose you from the beginning to salvation and sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, to which he did call you through our good news to the acquiring of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brethren, stand ye fast and hold the deliverances that ye were taught, whether through word, whether through our letter. And may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who did love us and did comfort age during and good hope in grace. Comfort 
your hearts and establish you in every good work, word and work. So this is what we need to be um, doing. We need to be comforting each other. We know times are dark. We know um, the day, you know, our redemption draws nigh. We know the good Lord is coming soon. But don't forget our soon is not his soon. So I'm going to go to um, Hosea 6.2. It says here, and this is the um, Greek version. Or is it? No, Hebrew, sorry. It says, he will revive us after two days. On day the third, he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Now, this is, um, has been changed in other scriptures. It's, it actually asks like a question. And um, I, I found that very strange when I first read that because I thought, are we going to, you know, are we going to be here or not? Um, so if we look at, let's have a look. Let's look at the um, Hebrew version for a minute. Let's just look at any any other version and you'll see what I mean. Okay, so this other version of Hosea um, 6.2, it's just loading, so bear with me. Um, it says, after two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. That's a new international version. Um, and when you go to the uh, King James Bible, it says, after two days, will he revive us? There's no question mark. So that to me tells me it's a rhetoric question. But not many people would know that. So it's a bit confuse, confusing. And then it says, in the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Hallelujah. So that tells me straight away, um, when you read that, that we will, we will be delivered. That we're going to live in his presence. That's what it tells me. And um, people don't want to see that. For some reason, they, they, they can't see it. And when you look at the third, uh, the second day, we are approaching the second day. And the reason why we have to, the, the way I understand that is this, when Jesus died, roughly around 30 AD, some say 33 AD, so it depends on which version you believe. Um, I believe um, that there's a, a discrepancy of two years that I can't categorically say for sure. But then uh, recently I saw um, someone say that Jesus died in 28 AD. Now that will fit in perfectly with when Israel became a nation. Um, and if, if we go to uh, Psalms uh, 90, 10, you will see how that fits in quite nicely. I'm going to actually, I've got it up, I'm going to go to the um, Greek version. Because I sometimes I need to look at the Hebrew version and the Greek version um, of these scriptures. And um, I'm going to read that out in a few seconds. Because this is about um, when Israel became a nation. And it says here, our days may come to 70 years or 80. If our strength endures, yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow. For they quickly pass and we fly away. Now that's the, sorry, that didn't come up with the version that I wanted. That's the uh, national, um, international version. New King James Version. 
Our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures, yet the best of them are, are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass away. Now, they're very, very similar, uh, very, very subtle um, differences, to be honest. Um, I'm just looking for the other version because it's a little bit slow on this computer. Something's telling me it doesn't want me to uh, uh, look at the right version. So here, Young's Literal, it says here, days of our years, in them are 70 years. And if by reason of might, 80 years, yet is there enlargement, labour and vanity, for it hath been cut off hastily and we fly away. Now, when I read that, for it hath been cut off hastily, that is telling me that the days have been shortened. And I believe um, that we are approaching the second day right now. I believe that as we, um, we approach the second day, if Jesus did die in 28 AD, then when Israel became a nation in 1948, and then obviously 80 years takes us to 2028, it lines up perfectly with when Jesus died, um, which is 28 AD, because the first day would be 1028. The second day is fast approaching now, and that is 2028. Now, if 2028 is going to be the second day, technically we should be delivered in 2028, but we do know the days will be shortened. And um, that's also uh, very interesting. I'm just going to type this in now because that's uh, it, it fits in all nicely if you think about it. Everything is tied up nicely. Um, that, that's at Matthew 24, 22. And it says, if those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. So if you go to the uh, Young's literal translation, it says this, and if those days were not shortened, no flesh would have been saved, but because of the chosen shall those days be shortened. So I believe, as I said before, that we will be delivered. That's in Daniel 12. I believe that we need to be awake, um, understand the times that we are in, we are in right now. We, we can't afford to play at this. This is our soul. This is our soul that is at stake. So I, I urge you to, to listen, be watchful, be prayerful. And as it says in Luke 21, 36, um, pray that we escape all these things to come up upon the earth. They're doing so much right now and there's so much censorship, it's annoying because you can't say what you really wanna say. But all I can say is this, pray to the Lord, pray that you escape all these things. Read the scriptures that I've given you, pray for discernment and um, the truth will set you free. In Jesus' precious name, amen.